0: Hey, everybody. It's me. It's Lenora from It's New Dawn. I am an Orient holistic health coach. Uh, I have been talking with a lot of people from Facebook. I put a little, um, uh, let me switch here. Sorry. I put a little uh, quote unquote advertisement on Facebook and the response was really overwhelming. So I have been recording podcasts. I think I'm going to put one out every Friday. Uh, If I keep getting people, I may do it twice a week. I don't know, but bear with me. You know, I just go by feeling. So whatever happens, happens. So I am today sitting down with a beautiful young woman named Tiffany Patlin.
1: Patlin, Patlin,
0: thank you. Uh, she's from Utah, so she is two hours behind me. It is probably around three o'clock here in New Jersey. She is an upcoming author of "Unlocking Your Ability to Heal." Small business owner of Cosmic Sweets and Herbal Potions, and homeschooling a homeschooling mom of three beautiful boys. I have four boys and a girl. My baby is a girl baby, quote unquote. She's 23. But um, well, welcome, Tiffany. I'm really excited to hear this story. I love not really knowing about the person. I actually do not study whoever I'm interviewing. I do a very basic, I look at them very basically, but I don't want anything in my head that's going to interrupt the flow of the conversation so it's this isn't an interview i don't call an interview um but i'm really excited to hear about your story so i'm going to turn the camera over to you and take it away tiffany
1: thank you so much for that lovely introduction and i'm so happy to be here and uh let's see where do i begin um <laughs> My name is Tiffany and I am an upcoming author and I'm writing this book for the world. I am writing this book for everybody in the world because just about every single one of us has experienced some sort of pain or trauma in our lives and a lot of us were not taught how to deal with those emotions. So we end up being what I call collectors. We end up collecting all of this pain and trauma and it comes out of us in our symptoms. For example, some people develop anxiety, some people develop depression, uh, PTSD, you know, there's a slew of labels that people get, even OCD, um, excessive anger, and all of that comes out. So a lot of times when you see people acting crazy, a lot of times it there's probably something going on and they don't know how to deal with it. And this was me and I was this person and I didn't even realize it. I am now 38 years old, and I just now figured out that I had been living so many lies. I had been believing the lies of my circumstances, and I found the light, and that's what my book is about. My past, it has a lot to do with, um, I've dealt with various different types of abuse, um, all kinds, so I have experience in all those areas, and I developed several different Um, symptoms myself, Uh, there was a point in time where my anxiety would hold me prisoner and I wouldn't be able to, it was scary for me to go pump gas. Like I would be terrified just to be outside to pump gas. I mean, and that's silly. You know, I got offered to go to uh, play softball at one time. And I remember being in the car with my son and my husband and I'm just crying uncontrollably because I couldn't bring myself to get out of the car to go play softball, which I was invited to. But that was because of my anxiety, It was all that fear. And it was because of my past, everything that I had experienced. And I never knew that it was something that I could free myself from. I never realized or understood, nobody taught me. I didn't grow up with the proper guidance and the help. There were people throughout my life sprinkled that were there that tried to help me. And I would take in certain bits of information, but I was still young and with the mentality that I had, which was that I was unworthy, that I wasn't loved, I wasn't good enough, that I was put on this earth to be abused, because that's what my life was. Um, You know, I was in a string of broken relationships, drugs, alcohol, you know, you name it, I've experienced it, and you don't have to live that way. And so Mm -hmm. I put everything that I've learned into this book. So I share my entire life story of all the abuse that I endured and how I overcame Everything. And the ultimate key to unlocking your ability to heal is by basically living a lifestyle where you focus in three core areas of mental health, physical health, which is both, you know, exercising as well as nutrition and your spiritual health. And that's what got me started because I remember lying in bed, depressed. I didn't want to get out of bed. And I thought I had a handle on life. I thought I was living the life. You know, I had a job, had kids, was married. I thought, you know, I'm living the life. Everything's great. I was dead wrong. I was so wrong. You know, if you find that you're laying in bed and you have bouts of depression and you can't get up, there's a reason for that. And my body kept trying to clue me in. And I didn't acknowledge that. I didn't realize that your body gives you clues. It's like, you get a rash from eating something. It's your body's way of telling you, hey, that what you just ate is not good for you. Don't give it to me again. And it's the Mm -hmm. same thing with pain and trauma and you hold on to it inside and then your body will react in these symptoms of depression and all that other stuff. And it's your body's way of telling you, hey, I need you to help get rid of all of this muck that's inside this pain, this trauma. You need to get rid of it because it's just hurting you. It's not helping you. Mm -hmm. And so I was so desperate for a change that I just started researching. I was so desperate, I researched all day, every day, anything and everything I possibly could. You know, and I came across mind, body and soul. I've heard of that, yeah, sure. I've heard of self-love, sure. I've heard of mental illness, didn't even think that had anything to do with me. So I didn't pay attention to those things. And this time I was, I said, you know what? I gotta do something. You know, in order for things to change, you have to make the change. You have to do something different. Otherwise, everything's going to stay the same. You can manifest and wish and all this stuff, but if you don't follow through, you know, with intuitive messages and all these things, then how do you expect to get to where you want to go? You have to right. be proactive, you know? You, and- were, you were older, though, too, because you said
0: you were lying in bed and you had the kids. So you must have been—it must not been in too long ago that you were able to figure all this.
1: Almost one year. year?
0: Almost one year. year. So So even less. Oh, okay. So you almost—you have the a book out almost, right? It's in the editing phase right now. Okay, so within a year you wrote this book and you've
1: been able to. That's that's really amazing. Well, it seems like once I started that lifestyle. Once I did that research, I said, you know what, every single day I'm going to try to do something for my mental health because I didn't realize it, but mental health applies to everybody. I don't care what kind of a life or background you have mental health applies to everybody. And I did not know that. And so I said, I'm going to do it. And so I learned that there's so many different ways to, you know, take care of your mental health. One of my favorites is through manifestation. I love to manifest and I believe it works. I started small, my husband and I, uh, with little things like, oh, well, we need this much money to be able to pay the next month's mortgage or this or that. And it was working. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And so we started doing that. And then uh, with my physical health, I'm a naturally healthy eater myself. We eat organic, uh, grass fed, lean meat sparingly. Um, you know, we don't do dairy. Um, and I've noticed, you know, a significant change in that. So we're really big, healthy eaters. We get outside every day. That was something that we pushed Mm -hmm. because it was part of this new lifestyle that I was trying to to live. So even if it's just something as walking, simple as walking Mm -hmm. or exercising, eating healthy, that's the physical part. So I feel like we had that down pretty good. And then the spiritual aspect of it, um, that I needed to work on. I was not spiritually connected. Um, So for me, I don't, I feel like I'm, I'm very open when it comes to spirituality. I believe in God, but I also believe in the universe. I believe in mother nature. I believe that the water has a spirit. I believe in so many different things that are, cause it's possible. So many things are possible. And so I am very spiritual. I just didn't, I don't know. I didn't resonate and connect with it as much as I mm-hmm. do now. So mm-hmm. once I made and how it start- How do you connect?
0: Yes. How do you connect spiritually?
1: For me, spiritually, it's my favorite way is being in nature. Gardening as well is a great way, but just being in nature. So when I would go outside for my morning walk, it was like a trifecta because I would. we live by the lake. And it's like as soon as I go outside and I see it, I'm like, oh, you know, like it just lifts me up. My vibration is high. So I start manifesting. I start saying today is going to be a great day. I'm so thankful, you know, that my family is supernaturally protected and free from all harm. So I'm doing the manifesting. I'm outside walking, you know, I'm getting the sunshine. So that's my physical health. And then the spiritual health is just being out there in mm-hmm. nature, seeing the grass, seeing the beautiful trees, smelling the flowers, all that stuff. So it's like a trifecta. It's one of my most favorite things to do. But since that's it's amazing because started- you sound you sound like me. <laughs> You sound like me and people who are watching this, who know me,
0: is probably like, who is this person? Is she like, is this Lenora on the other end here? Because I'm huge. Now this picture behind you, is that
1: something that's near you? Um, This is a tapestry that I selected because I saw how many people had beautiful backgrounds. And I wanted something that resonated with me and green with nature and the sunlight shining. It's just gorgeous, and it resonated I, with me. I so love that. I love, I love that. I'll
0: ask my grandchild, what's, what's Luna's favorite color? I'm Luna, to him. And he'll say green. He's, he's known that since he's, I don't know how old. He's three now. Why? Why does Luna like green? It's nature. It's yes. nature. <laughs> so I've been saying it, and I am so attached and connected to trees that it's yes. almost weird. Yeah. And I will go out. I literally will hug a tree because I'm like amazed at the beauty. Like I live on 17 acres. I'm surrounded by trees. And it amazes me that we live off the trees and the trees off live off of us. And the carbon dioxide and the oxygen exchange, I teach that to my grandchildren. I'm like, it's so amazing. It's just so it amazing. So I feel the same when I go in nature. That is my prescription for clients. Like, oh, I can't exercise. I hate running. Well, why do you want to run? You know, I would never prescribe running to you. Go out, put your feet in the ground and walk. Make that mm-hmm. connection to the earth.
1: Yes. You know, so you feel So, you, you know, we're on the same wavelength, girl. Very good. Love it. So. And that's great because you're just proving how true this is. And, and it's true. It works. And it's amazing. And once I started doing that, doors of opportunity started opening up all around me it was it was crazy because now i'm connected so my best friend of let's say uh, 28 years has just reminded me that not about nine years ago i had said that i wanted to write a book about my life and when i started practicing all this stuff this was january of last year no december of last year is when i started doing this i started researching and practicing and everything And I saw an event for a female entrepreneur workshop, and I wanted to go because I'm I'm an entrepreneur and I'm, you know, absorbing all this information so I can build and grow. So I felt called to go and money was tight. But my husband, you know, was like, you know what? Yeah, go ahead. He could tell I wanted to do it. And I felt Mm -hmm. called to do it. So I did it. And that's where I met my amazing book coach. And if Mm -hmm. it weren't that, I would not be writing a book. But right The amazing thing is that i fought through my anxiety and the way that i did that was you know my husband and i had you know an issue and to the point where he decided to go to california and while i stayed back with the kids so i had to figure out how to you know provide for them and it was scary for me as i mentioned before going to new places and i still carried that with me so at attending these events i had a choice it's either let my children starve or power through my anxiety and do what I need to do. And it, it's weird. I feel like the universe was at work here. I really do. I didn't feel that way at the time. <laughs> Let's be honest. Mm. Yeah. That's I, hard. Believe it. I believe that now, because after all of that, I realized how silly I was being, this is how I felt. I was like, there's nothing to be scared of. Like just go and do it. You went and you did it and nothing bad happened. Like you're fine, Tiffany. And so I started doing that and everything would be fine. And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I started breaking through that and it gave me practice because I don't think I ever would have went to this entrepreneurship um, conference because it was way up North where there's more snow and ice, uh, which is scary, you know, for me. And it was far away and I was going to have to go by myself to a very new place. And normally that's terrifying for me it and would I terrify thought... me it would definitely terrify me I have that issue
0: too I have yeah, you know we'll I, I, I do too.
1: have that issue yeah <laughs> a love. lot of people do and I <laughs> feel and that's, I feel for them because I'm like wait a minute you don't have to live in fear you don't have to it's in your mind you can control your mind and I'm learning all this stuff. I started applying it and realizing that it works. There's actually a song that helps me. I forget who it's by, but it's like a country song. And it says, I'm in a hurry to get things done. I rush and rush until life's no fun. All I gotta do is live and die. And I'm in a hurry and don't know why. And I love that song because hmm. when I'm rushing and I'm anxious, it's you know, increasing and I'm all over the place. And I'm like snapping at my kids and I'm like, no no, we're not doing this again. I'll play my song and I start listening to it. And then I start manifesting today. It's going to be a great day. Everything I touch prospers and succeeds. You know, I have more than enough time to accomplish everything that I have. And it really works. It's just a matter of, you know, being self-aware. Mm-hmm. By the way, I do have a free self-awareness guide on my website for anybody who um, registers their email. Okay. And that's- we'll get, we, put all your,
0: we definitely will put your information in show notes, so- um, That's do you huge. do, do you any do do you do any type of uh, formal meditation uh, practice yoga do you do anything of that like nature
1: yoga I don't do I do stretch I do a lot of stretching um, I don't I don't do yoga I haven't it's something that I would like to start doing but I'm mm-hmm so busy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So with that, what I do is I end up having my children, when I go outside with them, we do it together. So we're spending Mm -hmm. time with our kids as we're doing the outside walk and stuff. So Mm -hmm. I try to mesh things together since I'm so busy, but maybe yoga is something I could do as it's starting to get cooler outside. And once it starts snowing, I can bring that inside and start doing that. And for meditation, I do meditate. I don't, um, sit down and uh, close my eyes and, and all that. And I've learned there's actually, you don't have to close your eyes to meditate. Some people do that. Some don't. Um, I do both. Uh, once in a while, I will do that. I'll go sit, and, you know, uh, sometimes I'll have to lock myself in my bathroom. And it, it's a, it's the only space I have right now for that. Right. To, um, right. Get away from the children and focus mentally. Mm-hmm. You know, it turned the vent fan on. So to hear no noise and it's just me and so sometimes it just whenever the situation arises, I'll do some meditation. How old are your kids?: I have an almost three, a five and a 13-year-old.
0: Yeah, that's, that's rough. That's hard. I, I, you know, I wrote my story like my kids. I would have a big conversion van, huge purple conversion van with the five kids, and I would take, you know, them to karate or football and I'd sit in my van and I was I was taught by a spiritual advisor I don't know if you know you're young so I don't know if you know Deepak Chopra yes okay well back then they had they had they had cassettes and I would stick a cassette in and he would just be silent for 20 minutes and all of a sudden you hear him come up with the little bell and I took to it so quickly that was I don't know, 16 years ago. I don't even know, but it's hard. It's hard to find that space and do it when you have kids. Um, So I'm not taking that away from you at all. Like (laughs) it's hard. It's hard. And um, I also talk to my clients about not getting stressed or doing good things too. Cause, Oh, I've got to practice yoga and I've got to get out in nature and I've got to eat healthy and I've got to exercise. The good things can be very stressful, so you got everything going on, right? You know, one day maybe you'll do yoga, or maybe you won't. <laughs> Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, would you be uh, willing to share some of your story uh, from sure. when you were? I mean, that's up to you. I don't want to put you on the spot at all, but um,
1: sure. Share. Yeah. Um, let's see. I didn't realize how the toxicity was in my life until I started writing my book. When I started writing my book, it kind of forced me to go back. Like, when am I gonna start writing the story? So I kept going back and then I realized, wow, I have to go back to as far as I can remember. And in doing that, it's as far back as I can remember. I was young. I remember going to school. This is when we first lived in Las Vegas. I remember celebrating my sixth birthday here And, um, my mother and I always had issues. We never really got along. Um, now that I'm in an older space, I can look back and honestly say that my mother is mentally ill. And Mm -hmm. so living with a mentally ill mother, um, father, you know, great provider. There wasn't communication in our home, like healthy communication. Uh, you know how you see on TV, they have like family discussions, you know, that wasn't there. (laughs) Um, I had it. I have a a sibling with a different father who learned about his, hit the the fact that he had a different father to to me at such a young age. To me, he shouldn't have been told that stuff because he was so young and he didn't know how to mentally handle that. So if you can imagine having a sibling like that. There was a lot of anger that, you know, when, when you have issues, you take it, you take your anger out on those closest to you. And he had a lot of anger and I was closest to him. So that's how I grew up as a, as a little child from six on then, uh, let's see the issues with my mom and just growing up and just life by that point had already gotten so severe that I had already turned to self-mutilation by the time I was, um, 11 years old, I had turned mm. to self-mutilation, um, and then being bullied in sixth grade. And then, you know, and that's when I actually had the first, um, I wanted to, uh, I looked into, um, committing suicide where I got as far as putting a butcher knife up to my heart and every time I would try to plunge it I would stop myself it was the strangest thing but in looking back I've realized that there's many different um moments like that where I was like I'm done I'm out and I feel like I was saved like there was something that told me it's not your time Tiffany and so I didn't think of much of it then and I just put the knife away and went on with life you know but Definitely you know, was, was not your time. No, no way. I see yeah. that now. <laughs> I have a mm-hmm. purpose in my life. And, mm-hmm. You do, you do. You know, and mm-hmm. I with the with that and you know, I was um incestuously raped at the age of twelve. Mm-hmm. And um and after that it's just seemed like rape and sexual abuse just followed me and I couldn't escape it. And I was so mentally broken down, no self-worth. I mean, there was a point, and this this particular moment sticks out for me a lot because I'm still alive today. Um, I was hitchhiking, got picked up by some random person who brought me to their friend's house, you know, drugs, drinking, and then we leave, and I notice this person's driving me to the outskirts of Las Vegas, and I'm starting to get scared because mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm going. Like, what? what am I going to be buried? Am I coming back? Like, this was really scary, and, um, and I was a teenager. I don't remember my specific age, but I remember I was a teenager. And, um, you know, I, I'm out there and I pretend like I'm just drunk passed out. And, you know, I hear the familiar belt buckle and, you know, what happens, happens. And I didn't know if I was gonna be left for dead, but for whatever reason, he drove me back into town and I'm here, you know, yeah. and... Wow. You're warrior, girl. I'm here for a reason. You know, th- like, there's so many incidences like that in my past where it's like, it's like, I can't, it's like, unbelievable. Like, I can't believe I went through that. There's so many people that know me from back then that are surprised that I'm where I'm at now because, and I understand this, I don't take offense, but a lot of people say, you know, I'm surprised you didn't turn into a, you know, street, you know, corner worker or that you're still alive or this or that. And, and I don't take offense to that because I understand if you just look back at even a couple incidences of my life, it's like, wow, how do you come back from that? But I have mm-hmm. years of abuse, you know, and it, even when I was in, at the age of 14, I was in a relationship with a 32 year old man. You know, I, mm-hmm. I had no business being there. It's so many things like that. And I knew, I always knew from my father, that education was so important. So even though I would work and as soon as I got off work, I couldn't wait to get to the bar. And I realized what I was doing now, looking back, I was just trying to numb myself. I was trying to numb all that pain and trauma that I had collected so many years of abuse that was just Mm -hmm. inside of me. And I was over here trying to fight and and climb my way out, but with no tools. Like I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know what it looked like, but I knew education was important. So I was trying to go to school, so I went to ITD Tech, got my associate's degree, uh, then I got my bachelor's, and I ended up having my son at the time. And I had issues with a previous boyfriend who would, you know, forcefully impregnate me and things like that. And so I swore up and down that this time I was gonna be the more careful, smarter, and the next time I had a baby, I was going to be the best mother in the world that I could be you know, and so I did that. And this is mm-hmm. my first child. And uh, I would take him to school with me, you know, in his little mm-hmm. carrier, so I can try to continue school, I would take him on um, tutoring sessions, mm-hmm. uh, whatever it is that I needed to do. And I know, um, I hold two master's degrees now. So I just wow put myself through school, wow. and there's so many trials and tribulations and challenges with finding a babysitter, sacrificing my time with him. But I knew that I needed to have that degree to make that good paycheck to be able to provide for my child, you know, on my own with, because I, in my mind, it was just like, nobody's there. Nobody's been there for me. It's, it's all me. I have to do what I have to do. And that's what I did. And I rose above that. And that's the way my life has been is little by little, I've been striving and getting better and better and better. And it was like the cherry on top was me finally realizing, hey, Tiffany, by the way, you've done great in all these areas, but you have so much pain inside and it's time to get rid of it. And the time has finally come. And I'm like so ecstatic because it's finally, finally my time to be happy. I've finally found my voice that, you know, was hidden. Because a lot of times people didn't believe me when I told them things that would happen. I was the one that was thrown in juvenile hall. I was the one that was mistreated. I was one that was left for dead. You know, that was me, you know, and, but not anymore. Now I know my worth. I know that I'm worthy. I know that I deserve love and respect. You know, I know I don't deserve to, you know, accept toxic people in my life, whether that's family members or whether that's, you know, friendships or it doesn't matter the kind of relationship, you know, I deserve to be treated with love and respect. That's like one of the biggest things that I had to learn, you know, from from my background, because being you know, mistreated and abused, like I meant nothing and I was worth nothing. That was a lie. And that's something that I really want people to know is that a lot of times that your thoughts are limited thoughts there. It's a lie of the circumstance that you're experiencing, but it's not the truth. The truth is really what you believe about yourself inside. And I understand that it's hard to think about how you are in a positive way when you're being you know, dragged through the mud. I get that. I get that so much. And that's why, you know, after writing my book and stuff, I do want to start, you know, coaching people through living through their a lifestyle, you know, adopting a lifestyle where they focus daily on your mental, physical, and spiritual health, because I feel like everybody could benefit from that. And there's so many different things you could do for each one. So Mm -hmm. I want to design it so it's unique to each individual. Like you said, if somebody says uh, well, I'm, I don't like running. Okay, well, let's, we're not going to have you run. But there's a mm-hmm. list of so many other things that you can do to, you know, become spiritually connected or to take care of your physical health. There's so many different things. So I'm excited to do that for people to, you know, create a unique path to their transformation. That way people can emerge into their a true identity. And that's what I believe. I was not, the person that I was before wasn't really me. It was just a facade when what was really controlling me and my words, my actions, my thoughts was all the pain and trauma because it's what what drives you. It drives you. It's not really who you are. You have Mm -hmm. to get rid of that, clean your closet and get rid of that. So you can emerge into your true self, the person that you were always meant to be. And we all have something amazing to offer this world, but it's hard to figure out what that is when you're still holding on to all this pain that doesn't even serve you. And in actuality, it really, it's still hurting you. Mm -hmm. And it's Mm -hmm. like what I feel like once you realize that, like, if somebody hurts you, and you're holding on to that, and you haven't let it go, in a sense, you're basically still allowing that person to hurt you, because you're still holding on to that pain. And you don't deserve that you deserve to live a life, you know, of free of pain of love and joy and peace and and there's lessons through pain so i get that you know we have experiences that might be negative but there's always an important lesson weaved into that and that's where your faith comes into play and if you learn and understand even though this is happening right now and i don't understand the reason you know just follow through and just you know manifest whatever's happening you know i'm thankful for the lessons i'm learning you know I don't know why this is happening, but I trust that I'm going to come out better on the other end, you know, things like that. It's all about your thoughts. It's, it's a practice. I mean, I didn't get this, you know, out of the blue one day, just little by little, I started, you know, with one thing, then I added another one, then another one, then another one, and I've involved my family. So it's a family thing. And I think that's one of the greatest gifts I could ever give to my children is everything that I'm learning right now because it's stuff that I did not grow up with and neither did my husband. We were both very broken when we, you know, got married and we're healing together and it's a beautiful thing. I love beautiful. it. Beautiful. And, and your kids are, it's a gift. If
0: they're yeah. learning, that's why I'm trying to spread the, the um, word about restorative yoga and the type of yoga that I teach is all about bringing the nervous system down where we are, uh, We just go, 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 all of us in our heads, with our phones, Mm -hmm. with everything, uh, social media. So my goal is to try and affect younger and younger people to welcome them to the art of doing nothing, quote unquote. That's the type of yoga I teach. (laughs) So the nervous system comes down. Yeah, I practice all types of yoga, you know. And then as my ego kind of took a back seat um, as you get older, I feel like you evolve um, in yoga, especially if you are a yogi. Um, I'm I preach this type of yoga that I teach because it is so good to bring down our anxiety. Uh, it can help with PTSD, it can help with issues. Um, you know, letting go, surrendering like the issues in the tissues. You ever <laughs> yes. You've heard of that? So, but a lot of people, it's just that they're so used to being in fight or flight all the time yes. that this type of yoga is just ain't going to happen with them. They're so uncomfortable doing nothing, like because they have to be doing something. Like, what am I doing? This is not doing anything for me in their heads because I was there. Uh, but that's why you need it. <laughs> so, if you, my point is, is the fact that your kids are really young. And if you can instill this type of thinking into them now, you are, this is such a gift, you know, such a yeah. gift. Um, what was I going to say?
1: You have cosmic sweets.
0: What's that? So cosmic sweets and herbal po- potions.
1: Cosmic Sweets is my business that I created. Let's see, I think it was in 2018. And that was because I realized that there was a need for sweet treats, cold frozen treats. So I started just flipping, you know, Walmart ice creams at first. Then the season changed and I thought, well, can't really sell Walmart ice cream anymore. So what am I going to do? And then I said, well, why don't I just start making my own treats? Because we eat healthy at home, you know, like with whole foods and stuff and not a lot of sugar. So I said, well, why don't I try to make treats that we eat at home for fall? So that's what I started doing. One of my um, favorite uh, fan favorites is my uh, date caramel apple bites. So you get an Ooh. apple, and I make caramel from dates, and mm-hmm. I do organic dark chocolate, and everybody loves it. It's a big seller. <laughs> it's great. I can't eat it because my teeth would just like
0: come out of my head probably, but it sounds awesome. I cook cook a lot with the dates and all, Um, and then herbal potions, like what would you put together?
1: What, what do you do? And and when I first started that business that I was making organic soaps and lotions and things like that. And now I'm in the process of updating, revamping that to include more um, teas, herbal teas, and more stuff that's more related to spiritual health. So I want to include more things into that, but I'm all about plants over pills. Um, so I'm trying to get that to focus more on plant-related things. Um, I even make um, a lip gloss that's all plant-based, um, essential oils, um, shea butters. I love having a shea butters infused with essential oil because shea butter holds you know the oil better than oil does, coconut oil. So I live like-
0: in shea butter.
1: Love it. <laughs> shea butter. Shea butter is teeing.
0: <laughs> um, sounds really good. You're like, you're like right on the same wavelength as me. Every time, everything that you were saying, I'm, I don't know if you, I know we go back and forth. I haven't figured out the side by side thing yet <laughs> with my recordings, but I'm just like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> everything is, and you're only 38. You got it going on, girl you know, it's, and just I just mean, it. It. it's beautiful. Is there anything else you want to share with me before you give us our beautiful last parting words and words of wisdom for our audience and listeners? Do you want to share
1: any other part of your story? There was a time, this is, this is an important uh, part that I'd like to share. Um, there was a point in my life where I was, I don't remember how I got to this point, like I don't remember what happened before, But this was normally, this was something that often happened to me. But this particular moment was important because I found myself out in the middle of the street, um, middle of the night, dark. There wasn't like a soul in sight. And I was so angry and fed up with my life. And I just wanted it to end. I literally screamed out somebody just come take me and out of my misery. Like I was surrendering myself. I didn't care what happened to me. It was just like, somebody just come and take me. And I was literally screaming in the middle of the night. I expected somebody to open up their door, say, shut up, or, you know, Mm -hmm. a car to drive by. I was probably going to run right in front of it. You know, like I was just begging to be taken out of my misery. And I was met with complete silence. And that silence told me to get up and brush myself off and keep going because the only person that can get me out of where I'm at is me. And that was extremely important. And I still carry that with me to this day. So that's really important. I just want people to know, you know, that you can get through anything, you know, it's, it's all within you. It's, you have the ability to heal and that's why my book is called that unlocking your ability to heal because everybody has this amazing ability just like you can hit your skin heals from a cut we can heal from internal pain and it's a beautiful thing to do that a lot of people don't because they're scared and I understand that I do and but it's so beautiful on the other side you know no matter how many steps you take you know just that first one is most important you know Mm, yes love that love
0: it girl that's beautiful i wish you so much success and um keep going because you got you you just have it
1: going on everything's so good i love it love everything about you i'm on a mission (laughs) to heal the world i i don't want anybody to feel the way i used to feel back in the day it's no matter what you've gone through you can rise above it And I just want to help everybody that I possibly can and to do that. I love it. Where can people get in touch with you? Uh, You can go to my website, um, unlockingyourabilitytoheal.com. You can also find me on Facebook. I have a Facebook page that's filled with tons of positive quotes and healing content. That's um, unlocking your ability to heal. And then I also have my Facebook group, which is for anybody that wants to start engaging in healing techniques through mental, physical, and spiritual health. I have daily postings in that group, and it's for um, just to start engaging. You know, Monday I have Manifesting Monday, where I have a you know a a quote for somebody to manifest, and I encourage you every day, all day, throughout the day. You know, just repeat that. You know, manifest that into your life. You know, affirmations and all that stuff, and um, Workout Wednesdays you know, thankful Thursdays, you know, so and I eventually want to start a support group, free support group for people. So I have a lot of things that I want to do and that all happens in the Unlocking Your Ability to Heal community. That's what it's called on Facebook group. And everybody, uh, these,
0: um, this information will be in the show notes. Uh, you should also get on TikTok,
1: girl. I will Tiffany. put that on my think- list. Yes,
0: think about it. Everybody I've spoken to from Facebook, Oh, that's for young people that's for kid no, it's not. Because the Gen X people are taking over, baby boomers, which I am taking over. And if you have a niche, which you do, you can be very successful on TikTok. So just an FYI.
1: Thanks for All that right. tip. I'm gonna oh, take it. So,
0: yes, <laughs> definitely go. I've already had two of the people I've interviewed or sat down with. I hate interview. Sat down with, go over there, starting fresh. It's fine. So, hang out for a second. As usual, everybody, my information will be in the show notes below. I do, I will give you my um, Google number if you have any feedback about the show, or if you'd like to be on the show, or if you just want to chat, fine. 609 429 4058, and that will be in the show notes. Uh, I'm going to be talking about the Roar Bar, R A W R. Jake and Rachel, a young couple from Minnesota, own this little company. This bar is the bomb, and it's the only package good I eat. It is vegan, but it is good for any type of diet. It is all organic ingredients, uh, 11 to 13 net carbs, no artificial sweeteners, put together by coconut oil, uh, coconut nectar, a little bit of coconut nectar, blackstrap molasses, a little bit of Himalaya salt, They give 10% of all their net proceeds to feed the hungry children worldwide. Love them, love them, love them. Always have them in my purse. We're all on the run, you know? So if you are going to order my affiliate link, they do not sponsor me by the way. I just, I am the ambassador and I do, I am an affiliate, but I wouldn't do anything unless I absolutely believed in this bar. Um, If you do order, please order from the affiliate link below. It helps me a little bit. And it definitely helps them. And on that note, thank you so, so very much for sitting down with me today, Tiffany. I wish you all the best. Okay? Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Everybody else, have a wonderful and blessed day.